Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, everyone. It's me, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Coco himself. We're giving you the news, the views, and all that information that is beneficial to you. Please check us out on roguemoney.net. Follow us on Twitter at the Rogue Money and Rogue Money on Facebook, DTube, Steemit, every single podcasting app, Nerdy Humanity. Also, check us out on the. Uh, also, check us out. I mean, check out our sponsors, man. Show some love and support. Support your, 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 your support us, please, please. <laughs> CJ, tell them to support us. <laughs> please, we gotta feed our kids. We gotta, <laughs> gotta, we gotta put clothes on, on their back. <laughs> I, I gotta put gas in my M5. <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> and, and your and your four thousand dollar order watches on back order. <laughs> I know my Rolex Daytonas are finally coming in sometime this week, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> We better oh. stop. We're gonna we're gonna encourage people not to support us. I know, seriously not. <laughs> actually, the 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 support actually goes to uh, helping uh, the cost of running the site and all the other stuff we do. But uh, anyway, uh, yes, yeah, check out our sponsors: uh, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. Whether you want the deliciousness of a dark roast coffee. Or perhaps it is the pecan uh, coconut uh, uh, beautiful truffle nonsense over there. It's absolutely delectable. Or you just want some uh, granola, the best granola you can possibly have. Check it out, mycbdedibles.com. Absolutely delicious, 100% CBD isolate. So you're getting the real deal, Holyfield. And uh, you know how I feel about that, all about legitness. You can shop with cryptocurrencies. It is amazing. Uh, check out remaincom.net. Whether you got some collections issues, you're scared to death, uh, scared to death about debt. Uh, let us show you how to play the game. Uh, check out remaincom.net, and also, most importantly, guys, check out the crypto school. The crypto school, it's so cool. Watch us trade. Click on the watch us trade link. Learn how to trade cryptos with the best two best guys in the world teaching you how to trade cryptos. It is ridiculous. It is sick. Uh, the write up in Bitcoin. Everybody's doing very well for themselves. And if you need to learn and have an education on this stuff, uh, check out the, crypt- the, the the crypto school, the regular crypto school, uh, which is their video education series. And, of course, liquidbase.io. You want to liquidate, go through liquidbase.io. Don't waste your time with Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, any of those guys who would like to report and tattletale on you. Liquidbase, where liquidity is the product. And with that being said, CJ, what is crack-a-lacking, my friend? Hey, V, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to our listeners. It is Wednesday already. This week is flying by like all the others do, but do, but doing great, man. Lots of lots of great things going on, and yeah. and, and, I'm, and I'm excited. I, I looked at the show topics, and it's some very interesting things to discuss there as well. But uh, how how are you today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good in the neighborhood, you know. <laughs> uh, where do we begin? See, I mean, a lot of things going on. the The liberal world order is in meltdown because Trump happened to speak to Putin. Because God forbid, one nuclear power. Uh, doesn't have dialogue with another nuclear power that's always a, a terrible thing oh my god right well we called it you know we 
we nailed it. It's not like you had to be a rocket scientist to figure it out, but we, we did nail it. You know, their entire narrative the whole time was like, he didn't do enough. He didn't he do, do enough. enough. Or they called him a puppet and a pawn. You know, you know, dude, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger just needs to shut the hell up. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to, you know, you know, you want to maintain the image of a tough guy, right, Arnold? You should stop all of a sudden in your damn old age. You should stop just commenting on politics and, and being such a friggin' libtard, man. I don't know what's up with uh, Donald Trump, President Trump. He was, uh, you know, I don't like it. He's like a little girly man. Why is he out there like a little vet noodle? <laughs> okay. All right. All right, dude. Just go back to making another Terminator. Oh, wait. He is making another Terminator movie. It's uh, Terminator it's 10, a, it's a uh, Arnold versus it? Geriatrics. It's a, it's a movie of uh, the Terminator Skynet has activated geriatric robots, and Arnold is playing a geriatric robot who's coming out, you know, who's coming from the future to the past to kill John Connor, and uh, he's walking around with a colostomy bag. Yep, that that's the the next Terminator movie. But you know, the funniest thing is, man, where was the left when they when 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 Jimmy Carter was like tongue kissing Brezhnev back in uh, in eighty three or eighty two, right? In, in in Poland with the, with the Soviet Union, right? When Jimmy Carter was like having a love affair with Brezhnev, where, where was the left calling weakness on that, bro? Hmm? Hmm? Nothing. Silence. Crickets. Where was the left when the idiot? See, you and I talked about this months and months ago. Where Teddy Kennedy, Teddy the Lion of the Senate, ten, the Lion as an L I L Y, excuse me. ING, the lying of the Senate. He's not no lying. He's a lying. He's a lying son of a bitch. Ted Kennedy, uh, may he rest in hell. Uh, Ted Kennedy, Mr. Chappaquiddick himself. Ted Kennedy, the idiot drunkard. Um, wh wh where was the, the Democrats when Ted was writing letters that have been declassified? Writing letters to who? The Russian KGB and Russian media and Russian, and at that time, uh, again, Brezhnev. You know, writing letters to the Soviet premier saying, "Hey, you know what? Help us, uh, help us to ensure that Ronald Reagan doesn't get elected." Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, let's be honest here. The Democrats have been have been mutually uh, jerking, circle jerking each other uh, when it comes to the Russians and when it comes to communists. See, that's what I, I figured it out, CJ. I figured it out. The libtards loved. They love it. They loved communist Russia since the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution. They they loved they loved the Russians so long as they were communist. Right? But now that they're no longer communist, the love affair is over. See the the the, the, the far left wing Democrats look at now I understand why they hate Russia. Russia's no longer communist. It's no longer communist. It's no longer, you know, after its communistic tendencies. And the Democrats, Siege. They're like a jilted lover. They're like a jilted lover. There, there's, a, there's somebody who's just, just been so jilted in terms of, in terms of their, um, their, their affinity for all things communist. Maybe that's why they, they were commenting on the, on the Trump thing, calling him weak, calling him a, you like a vet noodle, Donald Trump, you like a vet noodle. I, I cannot believe you did this to the American people. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger. In all his, uh, I don't even know how old is he, he's in his 70s right now, just looking like an idiot, an idiot, a total idiot. 
And the craziest thing is, did anybody talk about weakness when Odumbo? When Odumbo was literally, he flew $150 billion in cash and gave it to the Iranians. Did anybody <laughs> call that weakness? Huh? Give me a friggin' break. Did anybody call it weakness when Odumbo was flying over to Saudi Arabia, bending over, kissing his own ass, kissing the king's ass? I mean, just it, it, ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, yeah, so, and, and not only that, then you have, like, the neocons, right? So oh, you, know, you have the, the John McCain's, the uh, Lindsey Graham's that are like, you know, oh, yeah, this is just absolutely a disgrace. You know, John Kasich, you know, chiming in, the the, the loser from Ohio, you know, oh, say, stating that by the time it's all said and done, that Trump's going to have to issue a formal apology to the American people for, for siding with Russia instead of, of the United States. You know, be it really... It really makes me when I see people posting and sharing things like that about, you know, Trump and, and you know, that he betrayed his country and all this. It really it really makes me pause to questions people people's intelligence. That's what it, it really does. Their intelligence. It really does. And, and I'm not saying that I'm a rocket scientist. I'm a genius. I'm not. But why is it be that people are more triggered and more angered by Trump uh, building a rapport with Putin than they are with the fact that there's known facts that Hillary conspired with the DNC to rig an entire election. Right. Why, why are, are more people outraged, not outraged about that? You know, that that lasted like what, like two days when that was discovered, even yep. after Donna Brazil came out and said, yes, it's true. Um, we, we knew that whenever we came in and we took a look at the books of the financing that that with Hillary is pouring all this money into the campaign and into the DNC. And we knew that we had to give her the ticket because, because she was basically paying out for Obama's debt that he ran with the DNC. Mm-hmm. I mean, more, more people are concerned. And then Putin drops a bombshell stating, Oh yeah, by the way, we uncovered where uh, Russians, uh, uh, Russian financiers were able to pour in $400 million into the coffers of the, the Clinton foundation uh, to pay for the campaign. But, but that's not, but that's not rigging election V. That's not influencing election by putting four hundred million dollars in Hillary Clinton's coffers for her for her, her candidacy. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just dumb V. <laughs> These idiots want you to believe that a bunch of Facebook ads affected the election. Okay, well, let's take a look at this. Facebook ads. The total amount spent was $164,000 amongst all different entities of varying types on Facebook ads. And lo and behold, the Facebook ads were more positive towards Hillary than they were for Trump. That's number one. Number two, uh, some of the Russian operations that were, um, like the the so-called Black Lives Matter uh, website, there was this particular one that was Russian-owned and operated, it was pro Hillary. Then you have the bombshell report that, hey, on top of all this collusion, and Putin said this, hey, you want to investigate investigate collusion? How about you investigate this? You got a couple of financiers that made $1.5 billion in Russia, paid no taxes, went over to the United States with that money, and as far as we know, paid no taxes over there. And then out of that $1.5 billion we know of, we can exactly say that, hey, $400 million went directly into the Clinton coffers during the election. Where's the nothing? You see, the the smart people know that they've caught this. And if anybody's thinking that Trump and Putin went out there and it was just uh, 
that what Putin said in terms of that statement with the $400 million going into the, the Clinton campaign wasn't pre-gamed. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't something that him and Trump have been working on with. You're gravely mistaken. Something is afoot. Okay, something is afoot. Um, I don't exactly know how it will play out. I, 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 for one, don't. But I can tell you right now, the statements that were said, I think we're going to have some sort of a bombshell revelation that will occur within the next few weeks that's going to divulge for all of us what has been happening. And I think, CJ, and I think there's going to be some big-name people that are going to get into a lot of trouble. We know for a fact, CJ, but right now Rod Rosenstein is under, uh, there's actually impeachment documents being drafted right now at the House to have Rod Rosenstein whacked. We know that Rod Rosenstein showed up to the White House the other day for a, 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 a for an impromptu meeting and they said he didn't meet with the presidents god knows who what you know who knows there is something going on there is a game being played trump knew trump's not an idiot think about this he's not stupid he knows the uh the depth that the libtards are going to have a field day he knows the mainstream media is going to have a field day when he meets with vladimir putin he knows that it hasn't caught him by surprise, but yet he meets with Vladimir Putin. He meets with him, knowing what the blowback would be. Now, if he just met with him for the sake of met meeting with Putin, if he met with Putin and there was really no grander game at play in the background, you got to be kidding me. If he were simply to meet with Putin and you think that there's not a grander strategy here, that is at work, that both of these sides are colluding upon. And what did uh, Trump say? Yeah, the, in terms of the American military and the U.S. military, I'm sorry, the U.S. military and the Russian military, he said, yeah, the militaries are in constant and better communication than most of you politicians. Because that's what prevents World War III from breaking out, right? Cooler heads prevail. And we've known this. We've known this even from the Pentagon documents where patriots within the military were leaking and or sharing data, excuse me, with uh, their Russian counterparts all behind the CIA's back, which we all know the civilian agency known as the CIA, the cocaine import agency, the rogue out of control agency that is at work, folks. Okay, the rogue out of control agency that is at work. We know that they're a deep state organization. And it's the same tactics we've seen them use against Reagan. We've seen them use against, uh, heck, even JFK. Oh, he's weak on Russia, blah, 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 blah. Something's at work, Siege. My gorilla bones feels it. Yeah, I think I agree. The, to me, the question that keeps coming up time and time again, V, is, is, uh, is Jeff Sessions, right, is... You know he's the top law officer in in the country, and you mean do nothing and, sessions. And and, <laughs> and and what is he going to specifically do? Uh, you know, you know, you have Congress moving uh, for impeachment of is it Rosenstein, the deputy uh, AG, right? Mm -hmm. So, but what what criminal investigation is Sessions partaking in? What what law offices is he utilizing to 
begin any prosecution of that. You know, what what happened to the DNC server? You know, how many experts have to come forth to say it wasn't possible that it was Russian hacking of the DNC server? Uh, you know, the data we, we've covered it numerous times, right? The, the data transfer rate uh, that they they achieved that download was not possible over Correct. any type of T1, T3 connection. You had experts like uh, former uh, CIA uh, intelligence, you know, uh, uh, William Benny uh, come forth and say, you know what, it's not possible. Experts, not not run of the mill people. You know, these are people that deal specifically with the the build out of those massive surveillance systems that understand this firsthand. I mean, when is all that information? Yeah, if 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 there was information to come forth and to share that, let's let's get it let's get it out there now because I'm getting concerned. V, I'm starting to think about. You know, we have what next next six years. What what happens after that? What happens when we no longer have someone that's that's fighting? You know, for us, what's that going to look like? I don't have a lot of faith in Mike Pence at all. Which, by the way, he's been extremely quiet lately, which really makes me nervous. Is that you know what's he doing in the background? Um, so so all these things I I want to see take place. I want to see happen because when you look at the surface and you take a look at what's happening economically you take a look at inflation rising you take a look at the the massive dumping that of the of the dollar of the US treasuries that's occurring uh there's there's potential potential you know alarm bells that are that are going off i think dex talked a little bit about those yesterday as well uh so we just want to be mindful of that i don't i don't want to see something happen where you know they tank the economy or something happens and then we're going into 2020 and um we, we you know we have the uh another uh, george bush uh, senior uh, but it's definitely be interesting times indeed. No, it really is, man. Speaking of interesting times, Siege, what's going on in Russia? What, what, what are they doing? I heard there's some liquidation occurring, some liquidation, some liquefying. Well, look, I mean, we've the last several years, how many times have we put new sanctions on them? How many times are we forcing EU members to say, hey, no, you can't do this with Russia? So now we're finding out that you know there's already been information that U.S. that Russia is dumping uh, U.S. Treasuries, but now there's even more information sharing that since January 2016, some 48.3 billion, perhaps over concerns of selling first, and then also higher in amounts. And then fast forward later to month of May, according to the latest just released Tuesday International Capital in May, the selling of Treasuries by official entities continued with another 24 billion sold in the month of May uh, when yields continue to rise and eventually hit the 2018 highs of 3.11%. So why is specifically Russia doing this? Well, I mean, it, it's fairly obvious. I mean, wh why would you want to hold U.S. Treasury? Why would you when we're currently putting sanctions on when we're, when we're trying to, to uh, cut their trade? It's just, again, the amount of uh, treasuries it's holding globally is continuing to decline. Uh, where where it ends, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just curious to see where all these treasuries are ending up and who's who's buying them. Be well, there's only one buyer. That'd be us. And folks, here's the deal. You know, people pe people who say and that thing be because America got a printing press and we're gonna keep printing and printing and printing. Nothing gonna happen. Let me tell you guys something. Okay. Most people do not have the aptitude to understand that macroeconomically speaking, we no longer have fissures. 
We no longer have fissures uh, in the economy. What we have are massive holes. And this has been patched over with the electronic duct tape. The electronic duct tape works so long as people are buying your debt. Do you understand? As long as the debt is being bought, because we are what's called the importer of last resort. The way it is, people buy our debt and then they reinvest into our markets. Okay, that's the way the game is played. But when nobody's buying your debt, nobody has no interest in your debt, then you have a problem. Then you have a massive, massive problem. At which point, at which point you'd have to say to yourself, okay, how much longer? And we have the Russians that are completely liquidating. You have the, the Chinese, you have the Saudis, you have most of the world. And the only way you're, you're maintaining this is the ESF who keeps buying it off. The ESF is not a, a, a black hole that can keep doing this forever. It's just, it's just not possible. You can stretch it out for a few months. You can stretch it out for a few years. But eventually, eventually, there, it's causing economic destruction. It's causing a lot of disjointed aspects, the disjointed um, mechanics within the, within the global economy itself, within specifically the United States economy. And this is problematic, folks. This is problematic. You cannot keep doing this and expect nothing to happen. That's what David Stockman said it best. You cannot keep doing this and expect mother, economic mother nature to stave away. You just can't. It's eventually going to come and knocking. And that's the whole entire thing here, brother. And see, you can't make this up, bro. Next piece of uh, news here. Uh, it seems like the vaunted white helmets are being resettled. What's happening to our white helmets, bro? This is a great idea, right? Let's 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 see back in there. Let's just put them north of the U.S. border. Let's put them in Canada of all places. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not worrisome, I don't know what is. You, you can't make this up, folks. Throughout much of the Syrian conflict, the exploits of the rescue organization that calls itself the White Helmets have been a source of constant controversy. <laughs> now, according to a recent report published by CBS News, several Western countries that have been providing funding for the group, such as the Netherlands, the UK, Germany, and France, are now scrambling to evacuate the estimated 1,000 White Helmets and their families, claiming that they're in danger of assassination <laughs> and now in need of rescuing themselves. Wait a minute. Wait. You, what? Wait a minute. See, I thought the White Helmets were just saving lives, irrespective of who they were. Peacekeepers. Peacekeepers. Oh, <laughs> I thought they were peacekeepers. I thought they were just... Those who just love to help. But they're actually terrorists. So basically a whole bunch of terrorist operatives, folks, are being rescued out of Syria. Because let's be honest here, the Syrian conflict is over. It's done. And uh, they're being rescued out of the Syrian conflict. And they are being relocated of all places the the man, or let me say the the 15-year-old the girl stuck in a man's body, that'll be Justin Trudeau. It'll be in Justin Trudeau's country. Oh, Canada, my true and faithful land, where terrorists can come and sleep knowing they are well. Oh, Canada, 
my true and faithful lad. Maple syrup and jihadis, terrorist bombings, if you please, oh, Canada. Justin Trudeau, well done, sir. Thank you, you virtue-signaling idiot. He is virtue-signaling to the world that he truly loves the White Helmets more than anybody else, CJ. And that is why the White Helmets are in Canada. Interesting. Very. Have to monitor that. We'll keep close tabs on that. Real quick, I need people to uh, check out these two important stories. They're both on RogueMoney.net. It's the Romanov's 100 Unsettled Scores by Bankster Slayer. And the tie-in article from James the Russian analyst, God Save the Tsar. Folks, there's a there's a reason. Here's another thing. The Trump-Putin meeting was on the 100th anniversary. The 100th anniversary of, the, uh, of what happened to the Romanov's family. Okay? It also happens to be on the anniversary of the death of JFK Jr. So again, I will ask you, and I will tell you. I won't even ask you, but I will tell you this. The Trump-Putin meeting, folks, all right, there is more to it than meets the eye. Brace yourself. My gorilla senses are telling me, Siege, the next few weeks, we'll have some sort of an idea of where we are. It's just mind-blowing. I, I read it last night, B, and went through it again today, the history of the Romanovs and the unsettled scores and how Bankster Slayer perfectly breaks down in fact, be where the Federal Reserve was able to obtain their gold from. Do you want, do you want to talk about a little bit about that, B? Go for it, brother. Yeah, so apparently when this massacre occurred of the Romanov family, the very close tie that they have not only to, uh, to EU, to the European uh, royal family, but in part where uh, the Romanovs kept their gold. And in fact, that was tied directly to the city of London. Yep. And, and apparently, be at some point, the Romanovs' money, which was pretty significant at the time, that gold uh, was transferred over to the Fed, to 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 New York, to the Federal Reserve. And now, I think Vladimir Putin, who apparently according to V's article, and I, I firmly believe it, that he actually keeps a picture of the Romanov family in his office, V. Yes. I think he may be wanting that gold back. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And our, friend, and our friend Jim Willie on his last interview with our, our good friend Gus Demos' business, business partner, Will Lair, you know, Jim Willie specifically spells that out. Um, you know, so I'll read directly from what Bankster Slayer put in an article. Uh, who was the wealthiest man on earth in 1905? Tsar Nicholas Romanov. His brother, King George of England, decided to kill him and steal his gold. Take the bulk of it and move it to New York and start the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve's foundation gold is stolen Russian gold. Yep. You see why the Rothschilds want to keep Russia at bay? Oh, yeah. There's the crap in a brick right now, man. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you see, you, you, I mean, that, that's exactly correct, man. That is exactly right. They want to keep the Russians at bay, folks. Do you see what's happening here? There is a change. If you're seeing, if you're saying to yourself, "This is all controlled. Everybody controls all sides. The, the, the Rothschilds control everything," and uh, there's simply no hope anywhere. There's simply no hope anywhere. Everything is doomed. 
uh, and I'm gonna go down to the basement and I'm gonna have my cat food with me and uh, yeah, that's it. Everything's controlled. No, everything's not controlled. Okay, everything's not controlled. Otherwise, you'd be having a chip up your rear end right about now. You'd be scanning your right butt cheek as you're buying your frosted flakes right now. Okay, but that's not the reality of it all. It is different, and there is a fight. And right now, I'll tell you, man, the good guys are winning. And I'll just hope we get to finish the job, and there'll be a future generation that'll have to face the this threat that always appears every you know fifty to hundred years. Anyway, Caesar brings us to the end of the program. Uh, we have lined up. Any other anything lined up today? I got the I got the trading boys over. I got the crypto guys coming in. Uh, Z and Cowboy later today, probably at two p.m. I think it'll be important uh, to keep up with that and watch the move in in cryptos that I think yeah. will will start to happen. But I think as there's there's more cracks uh, that are going to be happening in the markets. I think when eventually the real uh, GDP numbers uh, come down. I mean, this talk about a six percent GDP growth is just insane. It's 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 not there. Um, they'll come to the realization of understanding truly what's happening uh, in the in the U.S. economy, yeah. uh, and in part V, just uh, just another part of that too is just you know the the inflation. I mean, it's uh, you know prices are starting to soar up, you know, go up right now, and in part, wait to see what happens here. You know, with the grocery stores, with you know retail pricing, yep. um, so there. I think we're going to start seeing a, a, a another move to cryptos and people looking for other other solutions. So I, I think it's I think it's that time. So I'm I'm excited to hear their show. Yeah, me too, brother man. Me too. So I'm looking forward to it. With that being said, folks, we are over and out. Take it away, CJ.